Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Premier Wrestling Podcast. The only podcast to be crowned King of the Ring. The only podcast to break Undertaker's WrestleMania streak. The only podcast that kicks you square in the balls when the referee is distracted. Enjoy the alcohol-fueled rants of Craig Dixon while questioning the ambiguous sexuality of Fred Robinson. They're here, there, and everywhere. Welcome to the Wretched Wrestling Podcast. Wrestling Podcast! Woo! We wish you a merry... Cri- Wait, that's the wrong fucking holiday. Nope, 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 nope. Have a happy new year, people. This is, uh... For all acquaintances. Is that what you are going for? Yeah. Yeah, yeah end of the year. Yeah, yeah. And then I was going to go, Frosty the Snowman. I'm like, wait a minute. Hold on. He melted like a couple weeks ago. So, here we are. Wretched Wrestling Podcast. Craig, this is the end of the year. End of the year, baby. New Year's Eve is right around the corner. That's right. Drinks will be had. Drinks will be had. They will be in my stomach. Welcome back to our second annual end of the year review episode. We'll have our awards. Yes. Best of, the worst of 2017, and some possible outlook for 2018. We can't predict the future, Craig. We, we don't can't know predict the future. future. But we were really good last year about talking about Baron Corbin was going to have a big year, we, which he was in line for a big year That's when true. he won Money in the Bank. And then uh, he started opening his mouth a little bit and shot himself in the foot. Yeah, true, true. I also said Big Cass would also have a big year, but that he would have. He, he would have if he had not gotten injured. So suck on that. You called the singles career um, yeah, as well. Thank you. Uh, I forget what other things we had said last year. We did we, we did pretty good on some things. I think we got a few of the future endeavors right too. We did a couple future endeavors last year. I don't remember. I'm honestly. pretty sure we got a couple of them right. I can't remember. What I can't I remember. I listened to half morning. of the episode today and I couldn't listen to it because we didn't have microphones back then. Microphones from the future. Of course, we're still only using one because I haven't gotten on replacing. Well, we can only have one. <laughs> reference every time. Well, the same. Since this, day one is this, the same Simpsons episode yeah, reference every the time. Same one. Right. Hey Homer. Hey Homer. <laughs> I know that's my thing. Yeah, I mean, you know, last week was a little difficult for me, Craig. You yeah. Know, like, oh no. My oh. emotions were high. Oh, here we go. What? I didn't say anything. My emotions were high. They were low. It was a whole full spectrum oh, wow. of things going on. Uh, spectrum. I was very festive in the beginning of the show. Sexuality is on the spectrum. It, well, no, no. I mean, I, I only swing one way, Craig. You know, I'm a right. 
I did. I actually bat both ways, and I think I can do that. So you're a switch hitter? Yeah, but I, you know, like when I was like a little kid, I was all like I would pitch, but I would also when I wasn't pitching, I would catch. Of course. So you know, I was both ways, I guess. Yeah, yeah, sure. you could say that. You could so, definitely say that. If we could re recap quickly, I mean, if I dare to, I mean, anyway. Uh, no, you don't want to recap. No, oh, I'm I'll good. recap for you anyway. I, well, right. uh, you know, I got Craig. Well, first of all, <laughs> I got a, a wonderful gift from my ex-lover, I guess you, you would say. Who's I, a dude? I thought it was a girl. Still love you. That's debatable. You a gift assigned Eddie Guerrero. She just wants a restraining order put off against he, him, and which I enjoy. I the Eddie Guerrero picture is posted on. You want to do? Wall, you want to do some New Year's nice. re, re, uh, resolutions? I must said revolution because of the pay per view. You want to do some New Year's <laughs> resolutions here? Do you sure. Do I want to never talk about Corey again. Corey's out of the picture. All right. Well, it came up three minutes into the podcast today so <laughs> no but the more thing i was trying to talk about is that i got you a lovely gift i got you a used hockey stick of clark gillies oh you got the name down after, I got it finally after a down. week of hearing yeah, well <laughs> well yeah yeah i needed to practice it for a few weeks or whatever but i got it down right oh yeah, yeah. um but anyway clark giles i mean gillies was like you know one of your favorite hockey players i got that stick for you i actually never saw him play and all you got me was a drank in, like a half bottle of Jack's Daniel Tennessee Honey, this one right here, which I'm drinking right now. Well, you left it here because you didn't take it home. What a bad friend. A regifted gift. <laughs> I... And a Yankee candle that had like two inches of fucking melted wax in it. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, man. Clearly used already. We're living in Donald Trump's America, man. You want to get a candle now? They come pre-lit, half used. That's how they sell them now. And you know, like when you open a bag of chips and you get this big-ass bag and you open it and yeah. like 90% of it is mm -hmm. air, that's what they do with, with liquor now, too. Yeah? Yeah. Wow, they're really saving a lot of money there. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, there's something that's... You know, the pressure is for the like alcoholics in us for sure. Pressure, me, we just I, I, it, it could explode. So yeah, so they sell them pre-lit and it, they put a lot of air in liquor now. I'm glad you're sticking with that, but um, you know, I I, I am dumb, but I'm not that dumb. So oh, I um, kind of was hoping you would go with me on so that. So that's it. No I more, thought it was, no more I thought it was, for Craig. I thought it was solid with the the chip reference, but okay. Will you chip with something? <laughs> yes. Got you, bitch. Ah, oh, nice. All right, guys. So. Without further ado, I mean, there, there was a couple of um, interesting developments on WWE pro uh, programming this week. Um, it was I don't, like a weird kind of week because it was the holidays, so I didn't really watch much of it. Yeah, I mean, they had their first ever live Christmas episode, um, which was interesting. Um, I caught it the, like two, three days later. Um, it was There were some good moments. I liked the opening with Elias and uh, John Cena. I, th I, just, <laughs> I thought it was hilarious. Uh, yeah. Which is on TV right now. Yeah, I, I have it played in the background. Um, Elias is awesome. Elias is great. Um, what Ladies else? and gentlemen. Elias. Uh, Thank you. What else happened? Uh, big tag team title win for the impromptu team of Jason Jordan and Seth Rollins. Yeah, Dean Ambrose has suffered an injury, which yep. is real. I thought it was a, sh uh, a work, but it's actually real. Yeah. And I guess they wrote him off for a little while. Um. Everybody is not liking this, but I like it. I'm yeah, I'm still, okay with I'm it. I'm still a Jason Jordan fan. Yeah, he's a good worker, man. I, I, I can't complain. I want to give him the benefit of the doubt, you know, so I'm on board with Jordan. You know, I'm, 
whatever. I know he doesn't get a lot of love, but uh, I love yeah. him. Yeah, I mean, just, they were just as much as I love you. It right? sounds like they're gonna drop the uh, the whiny uh, the like the crybaby <laughs> crybaby gimmick, uh, which yeah, it seems I was surprised like with that. Um, which is probably okay. I mean, he'll probably get over as a face just by like he's the one who actually won the match for. Him and, uh, you know, Seth Rollins. It's not like Seth Rollins got the win. He just happened to be there. Like, no, he actually got the pinfall on whatever his fucking move is called. Unforeseen uh, circumstances have uh, led us into a different direction, I guess. Yeah. Um, the only thing I did notice, which I kind of didn't pick up on when it happened, but when they wrote off uh, Dean Ambrose. Now, Dean Ambrose was hurt before that match yes. they had on Raw the week before. Oh, that's the heat coming on, everyone. Uh, Sunday Night Heat is joining us here on the oh, podcast. Sunday Night Heat. We haven't heard from them in a while. I know. Yeah, it's cold winter, man. It's fucking like negative 30 degrees in like uh, Edmonton today. Are we ran- randomly going to start commentating a Raven versus Bob Holly hardcore match? Um, only if Stevie Richards is the general manager. Uh, well, it's got to be. It's the only way. Um, what was I talking about? <laughs> Talk about Jason Jordan and Seth Rollins. Oh, yeah. Right, right. interesting about it. Which yeah. Um, so he was injured... Um, Rollins was injured before uh, Ambrose was injured before that match before it took place. So they made yes, this match yes. happen to write him off TV because they needed to explain why he's gone. Correct. And I mean, usually when a guy gets injured, they don't need to, and like if he's legit hurt and he needs some kind of surgery, they don't need to write him off TV. They just say like, oh, he was injured on a house show, like right? Jeff Hardy. Right, like Jeff Hardy. Like we didn't need him to be written off TV. Mm. But it makes sense because if you look at how it happened, it was Seth Rollins who was going for a suicide dive from the inside of the ring to the outside of the ring to take out um, the bar. And, you know, Dean Ambrose happened to be there, too. So he connected and hit all three of them. Yeah, but it, so, it, it didn't really hit Dean Ambrose, so it kind of looked a little weak to me. Yeah, honestly. no, it looked weak. That's fine. I don't. I, I get what they're going with that. Yeah, they're going with when Dean comes back, he's going to blame Seth Rollins for the injury. And then he's going to also, now that he's got a new tag team partner, he's going to be pissed about that, too, because I think they're just dropping the crybaby gimmick with uh, Jordan. Okay. So right. I thought that was I, – I didn't pick it up uh, last week when I saw it, but I saw it on the replay. I was like, oh, I didn't realize Rollins did it. They're planting the seeds for an Ambrose heel turn, which I'm totally down for. Yeah, and then uh, I also mentioned on Twitter, just for the fuck of it, that I thought it would be a really cool dream match if they had Jordan and Rollins versus Benjamin and Gable. Yeah, that'd be good. That'd be kind of a cool match, but I don't see that ever happening. But yeah, I don't be, know if they're gonna cool, do. Honestly. Are they gonna do any more interbrand matches at, at like Royal Rumble, for example? I don't think I don't so, know, right? Because like, I I saw that video of the Usos. Like originally, they like were challenging. Ambrose and Rollins because like right. they didn't get a chance to fight them at Survivor Series they fought uh, the bar you yeah know, obviously a last minute change so I thought maybe like with that video that they were calling them out to try to set up a dream match but now that Dean Ambrose is hurt I really don't think that's gonna happen now so um I don't know Royal Rumble probably maybe uh Rusev in English or a, a Gable and Benjamin I think versus the Usos yeah I mean. The SmackDown Triple Threat match uh, for the number one contendership this past week on uh, SmackDown. Great match! It was fucking awesome. It kicked off the show right after uh, Daniel Bryan uh, announced the United States Title Tournament. Uh, but it was great, man. There was a lot of high spots. I I gotta give credit. Like this isn't a category that we're gonna go through in our awards today, but like tag team wrestling has made a fucking major comeback in 2017, and I hope it continues. Bitches about it. Like the tag team division should be better. I'm like. This great tag teams right now. This is now. the best it's been about? in years. In years. Yeah, I don't know what the fuck they're smoking, but that maybe that was like from a few months back. But like, 
You got the Usos. You got New Day. You got Benjamin Benjamin and Gable. You have the Bar. The Bar. You have the Hardy Boys. What you know back in you know. You know the revival just healed. The revival up. just came back. Uh, then you have the Bludgeon and, Brothers. The Bludgeon Brothers. The Fashion Files, who are hilarious, regardless of if they're not winning matches. Yeah, the NXT, you got, yeah, you had DIY, you had the Authors of Pain, you know, you had Sanity, and so, I don't know, I think they've been doing a great Undisputed job. Undisputed Era? I mean, come on. I yeah, mean, the, who recently just won the NXT uh, take titles. Right, actually, I mean, Saturday. so, that, that's been a great thing, um, that, it's been one of the most unheralded moments of WWE in the last year, maybe even going back to 2016 a little bit, is the revival of the tag team division, no pun intended. Well, uh, I just hope they stay injury-free this time around. Yeah. For a while. The Ambrose injury doesn't help. I mean, they broke up the teams that didn't matter, like, this year, too. Like, they got rid of the fucking Golden Truth. They got rid of the Hype Bros, the Colognes. Enzo and Cass. The, yeah, Enzo and Cass, who were over, but not really a great team. Um, um, yeah, so I, I hope that with, you know, with Dean Ambrose being injured, that the Revival would have a good chance in getting into the mix and really proving their worth now that they're finally back in action. Yeah. So we'll see what happens in the next couple of months. I mean, but, you know, like I said, Royal Rumble season is right around the corner, literally. This is when wrestling starts getting good again, man. I mean, wrestling starts getting good again. People get excited for the Rumble and WrestleMania. But we want to talk about the year of 2017, right? I mean... Yeah, you know we have a uh, a bunch of stuff going on. We have a bunch of categories that we want to talk about, and uh, I think we should just get into it. Yeah, let's, know, jump, let's in. Uh, jump in. Might as well start. Um, yeah, for anybody that's on Facebook Live, which is looks like one person, <laughs> I gotta have to shut this off for a while because I got my results on my phone. So I don't won't see any comments, but you can if you be there. If, if you, you really want to comment, you can join our Periscope yes. feed. If you can find out Wretched Wrestle. Yeah, go to our Twitter feed and you'll find our uh, a link to our vi- live video. Um, I figure we should go in reverse order because I feel like the top ones are <laughs> right. I guess we could do that. Minus that one. Minus okay. that one. Okay, that, okay. that one we'll do last. Okay. Okay. All right. So that's fine. So our first award we're gonna everybody do. Everybody goes with the best wrestler first. Right. I figured we save it. Let's save it. Let's save it for the last. Shit over and. We are wretched. We are wretched. We change these segments to the from worst to wretched. Yeah. Ooh. Well, we can just say it okay. instead of <laughs> instead of just narrowing <laughs> yeah. it to everybody. Okay. Right. Yeah. That's a good idea. Yeah, what a great idea. Maybe we'll think about that next year. Mm. Uh, so the first uh, award you want to call it is the future endeavor pick for 2018. Now we're prestigious gonna, award. It's a prestigious award. It's our picks for who is the most likely to be released next year. Um, based on what's happened this year, um, and yes. so I had, you know, I, I went through, I did a couple of, uh, I did a runner-up and a winner for each uh, for each category. All right. So I wanted to go with my runner-up because I always say them. The colognes are my runner-up. They like, I don't are know they still employed? how are they still employed? They are. They are they really still are. officially employed. Wow, okay. They're still on the WWE's website's main roster. Well, that's a big surprise. Which is I know because they're. I thought j- they left. They're just never on TV. There was a rumor that they were leaving, but they never actually officially left. Kind of oh. like, uh, kind of like Neville a little bit. Like he's oh. still technically an employee. That's true. But my my future endeavor pick of 2018 is Rich Swan. There's no doubt <laughs> he's getting future <laughs> I didn't endeavor. Think of that one because he has his domestic uh, incident with his wife, and that's he's done. He's gone. All right. Surprise, he's not gone yet. All right. Well, I mean, I didn't even think of that one. That was a good one. Um, I went with uh, two guys, uh, Leo Rush. 
Leo Rush, right? I forgot uh, they had a him. little bit of beef over the uh, the Emma firing. Yep. Um, also, there's rumors that Ricochet is going to become uh, a WWE employee soon. So, oh really? really? Do I really need Leo Rush there? Probably no. not. No. Um, and also, I said Kurt Hawkins just because. Yeah, Kurt. you don't think he's good as a jobber? I think he's a good jobber. I like that. He... No, he is a good jobber. I just think that if they have to cut people, it will be Kurt Hawkins. I feel like he has more of a presence than like half of the guys on the show. At least he has a gimmick where he has a, <laughs> a major losing streak. Like he has his zero and like a hundred and forty something yeah. thing on the back of his jacket. I'm uh, more like the Leo Rush thing, but yeah, I just put it to the anyway. All right, so let's go. For you want to introduce the next segment? Yeah, so we're going with the most improved wrestler. So most improved wrestler of 2017. Yes. Um, it could be at you know any judgment that you it doesn't think. have to be a rookie per se. It doesn't have to be a rookie. It could be a guy who just really Stepped found up to the plate really got into his groove so fred who's your runner-up first my i only had one person for this actually okay that's it that's the only person i had for a runner uh no runner-ups for this uh most improved goes to chad gable Ooh, um great match on the fourth of july episode of smackdown versus aj styles highlight performance in the fatal four-way tag match back in uh whatever the fucking pay-per-view was just uh recently uh why can't I think of it right now? Because I'm <laughs> fucking retarded. That's why. Uh, <laughs> I don't remember either the name of the paper. Starcade? No. Class of Champions. There we go. There you go. Um, has shined all the way through. Um, put a great performance also on SmackDown this past week. Um, I see good things for Chad Gable in the near future. Uh, I don't know where how far he's going to get, but I definitely think he's been the most improved, and he's had more of a spotlight put on him. Yeah, and he's in a great tag team with Shelton Benjamin right now. I yeah. mean, and the good thing about him not tagging with Jordan anymore is that, you know, like, when they could, you know, if they broke up, like a traditional tag team would have broken up instead of this crazy Kurt Angle storyline, mm. then, you know, like, one of them would have had the Marty Jannetty effect and one of them might have had the Shawn Michaels effect. But that now... it seems to happen. Right, so, but now that he's been removed from that and he just basically was replaced by an older Shelton Benjamin, like, just Shelton... replaced him with another black guy. Like, an, an, old, an older version of Jason Jordan, as <laughs> as Big E said this past week on SmackDown. And a darker version. And, but no, like, it, it's good, though, because now, now when whenever they break up, like, you know Benjamin's just going to go into the limelight. and uh, Not the yeah. limelight, but he's going to fade into, you know, he's going to fade in obscur- obscurity and Chad Gable will be the guy to move on. So that's nah, a good pick. Um... For my most improved wrestler of the year, my runner-up was actually Elias, of all people. Yeah, that's a good one. Because he had literally no presence in NXT last year. I mean, he was... What, was he injured? I fucking hated or? him. No, he yeah, just... you hated him. He sucked in NXT, I liked man. him, and you're like, you fucked that hell, I hate him. Because he couldn't wrestle, and he, he carried a guitar and never played it. And then yeah. ever since he got called up to the main roster, he must have been taking lessons for that fucking year. But like now <laughs> now he's one of the best characters on the show, and, oh, he, that's a good and he's got a convincing... He's got a convincing, uh, like... At, you know, wrestling style. Wrestling style. He's like I like his brawling. Yeah, he's like, a brawler. Like I like his style. He's very rough and gritty. It makes sense. Like it's it, it it's it's the complete opposite of the Undertaker when he starts going with the MMA. Like <laughs> like he fits his gimmick. Undertaker does not with the fucking MMA. <laughs> he's like a like a like you like fight at a bar. Like a bar something. fight. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. I like the style. Uh, so he's my runner up. My actual most improved of the year is Braun Strowman, who really. Mm came yes. into his own yes, this yes. year and has established himself as now one of the top faces of the company despite being a heel for most of the year which wasn't even he his was doing yeah just, i mean he was a face probably arguably before 
Yeah, orga- they really officially turned him. Yeah, it, baby face. It just happened organically, and the crowd really got into him because he, like he had a he had a big year. Um, I lo- I've loved Braun Strowman since uh, last December, the Christmas episode. We were talking about he was it. Just throwing jobbers around and like fucking throwing the Christmas. <laughs> we were talking around. about that on the this exact episode like, last yeah. year. I thought that was fucking brilliant. He I'm killed like, fucking Sin Cara. It yeah, was amazing. I loved it. I'm like, okay, this guy's onto something. Cool, cool. Very All cool. right, so now we're going to go to the worst segment the of the year. The wretched segment of the year. The wretched segment of the year, which Ooh. is, you know, whatever. Like, it doesn't have to be a match, but it could be, you know, you know, wrestling has lots of stupid storylines. So Yes, it does. Like, give us something. Especially WWE. So, Fred, what was your worst segment of the year? I need a beer. Do you need another one? Eh, sure, why not? My runner-up is going to be the uh, reveal of Sister Abigail. Oh, that was... Uh, as much as I, uh, you know, gimmick mode off for a second. Uh, as much as I didn't, as much as I liked the segment, quote unquote, for some reason, um, it was a terrible, terrible reveal. And what Craig argued about was fucking right. And then I'm gonna go. With my worst segment of the year goes to "This Is Your Life, Bailey." Holy shit, that was the fucking worst. Thing I've seen in quite some time, dude. We almost it, had the same it, picks. Really? Yeah, okay. we almost had the same picks. I actually wrote the same two picks. My runner-up was um, was uh, you just said it. <laughs> this is your life, Bailey. No, the runner-up, Abigail. Abigail. That was gonna be my my runner-up, but I used that in another answer, Ooh. so I took it out and I changed my runner-up. Is the Baller Brand invades Raw? Ooh, that was bad. That was really bad. Wow. But I have a I have the same first pick in the worst segment of the year, which is This Is Your Life, Bailey. Yeah, with Alexa. We, got we got one. We found it, baby. <laughs> why do you get yeah. like that? Oh, yeah, that was fucking a hard pound right no, there. Why not stop saying things? Oh, fuck yeah. Why do you talk like that this? That felt so satisfying You to know me. nobody actually talks like this? Really? Yeah. yeah. That's a, like how bros talk? No! Like, they don't go like, I love you. No, they don't. Like, I love you a lot. No. Really? No. Wow. Okay. Dude. I been I was raised in a very strange household then, I guess. I don't know. Or maybe you were. I don't know. I I, I was Yeah, it's totally me. Yeah, okay. Oh, fuck. Yeah, dude, that fucking this is your life, Bailey thing. I mean that we, was, we I, I really Lexa t- Bliss couldn't even save that fucking We shit. tore it into we tore its own asshole back in the day. But just a recap, man. Because Ugh, this was really bad. To. Just a really quick recap. Like, oh. n- not even Alexa's fault, not Bailey's fault. It's the fu- it's fucking Vince's fault because he remember he brought in the fucking two actors to who be was they, Phil Johnson, Phil Johnson, yes, and and uh, who was the girl's name? I forgot. And I they forget. started making out. Randomly. They started making out. It was supposed to be Bailey's like old best friend and her, and her first boyfriend. <laughs> yeah, and they just so bad. It's so fucking weird. And they started making out, and even Alexa was like, "Oh, yeah, that's gross." Yeah, she was just, like, freaked out by the whole thing, and uh, I, I certainly don't blame her. So, uh, on that note, let's let's just move on from yeah, that. Yeah, let's, know, that, let's, let's move on. Let's pretend that didn't exist, yeah. you know? We gotta hope for less things like that in WWE this year. Yeah, so let's let's reverse that and go with the best segment of 2017. Okay. Okay, so my runner-up is gonna go with the, the re- return of the Hardy Boys at WrestleMania. Nice, okay. We fucking popped for that shit. Yeah, we did, and, we did, you know, like, we did. We, we, we felt like, I, was, I felt like I was 15 years old again. That was a fucking amazing moment. That I will give them really credit. I kind of wish I threw that on my list now that you mentioned it. There's but a lot ahead. of great moments. But, yeah. Um, the best one for me was Big Cass turning on Enzo Amore. 
Ooh, that was beautiful. Really good. Oh, beautiful segment. Good call. Great acting. Fuck. Amazing execution. Could not have booked a better segment and better acting for that. Nice, man. Uh, that's, those are two good picks, and neither of them are the ones I picked. Mm. Um, my runner-up was actually Kevin Owens' headbutt of Vince McMahon. Ah, and yes. to kind of, like, establish Kevin Owens as this monster heel. And, I was actually going to pick that as my runner-up. Um, and my best segment of the year, I mean, if you guys listen to me at all this year, you'll know that my favorite segment of the entire year was the Festival of Friendship between Kevin Owens and Chris Jericho. Yeah, that's true. Very early in the year, but it still counts. It's 2017, that's man. It. it was very early. I loved every second of that fucking moment. The fucking part where Jericho takes out the festival, uh, he takes out the list of, of KO and, and his he's, name is on he's, it. Why is my name on the list? And then he fucking just beats the shit out of him. Ooh. Oh, great. that was great. It was, that great. was great. I was actually thinking that of putting that on my either my runner up or my winners, but um, I just was like, eh, I don't know. I feel like Craig's gonna put that down. So, but um, you forget about Big Cash because he's not been around. And you want to flip these two because we've been doing worst before we do best. <laughs> sure. Okay. All right. So best then, face. Uh, best baby face of the year. I was, was going to go, go say let's flip them because we've been doing heel. We've been doing worse before best. It doesn't matter. Let's do our. Oh, okay. Do, oh, okay. Whatever. Yeah, let's do best face. That's fine. So let's go with the bet. The next category that we're doing is best baby face of the year. Now, um, I want to say that at least in my booking, uh, at least in my choice of picking this was not. It, it it has a lot to do with crowd reaction. It's not just like how he's booked, like. Mm. Like True. so, Roman Reigns is right, right immediately not even in contention because right. technically he, he is a babyface, but he's the crowd isn't behind him. Right, and same same goes for John Cena. Like they are just they're not they cannot win these this award in this year. So okay. that's where I want this. So my runner up was actually the Hardy Boys because they had they had great. a great fucking first year back in WWE. It sucks that Jeff got hurt. That really kind of deflated thing but now matt hardy's got the fucking broken gimmick going now or woken gimmick whatever you want to call um but they were as you said before that pop they got at wrestlemania and then they were still getting major 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 reactions every every time they showed up so people just love them it's it's a great it's a great nostalgic i really thought it was gonna run its course by now but it's now that he's finally gotten the Woken gimmick. Oh, my God. He's, even before that, he's, they still were getting good. Even when it was just Matt losing a bunch of matches, he was still getting a huge pop every time mm-hmm. that music hit. Um, and my best face of the year, I mean, for lack of a better face, um, and just for the fact that he's the best wrestler in the company and he's the most over, AJ Styles. He's my baby face of the year. It's, ar- it's hard to argue. Like, he was a heel when the year started, and people were cheering him. So that's the sign of a baby face to me. Um, and of course, they eventually did turn him face. So, and now he's the WWE champion once again um, to close out the year going into 2018. Um, he's by far the most popular wrestler on SmackDown. Of course. Um, so, he's my top baby face of the year. So, Fred, who are your, who are, who's your winner and runner-up? All right. Well, I have completely different answers. My runner-up isn't even a wrestler. Oh. Well, he's a former wrestler. Okay. DB? Daniel fucking That's a good one. Bryan. I didn't think of non-wrestlers. That's a huge he does. pop every time he, he really comes does. out. Has never lost steam. No. He's been doing great work on SmackDown. It's so funny you said that because I was watching SmackDown earlier and Daniel Bryan came out in Chicago, you know, hot wrestling city. And I was right. like, he is still the most. I just said he's this to Jen. still than like half the roster. I was like, he's still more over than everybody now. Mm-hmm. It's like, it's crazy. He hasn't wrestled in like two years now and he's still right. 
crazy over. Right. So, um, shit. I mean, that might have been my winner, perhaps. But I, I want to go a little different on this one. Okay. Um, I don't know if we pertain, you know, if this was like NXT related, but I'm gonna go with uh, best face, going with Johnny Gargano. Ooh, that's a good one. I like that. Um, kind of an uh, under the radar pick. Yeah, there. very under the radar. I thought that he's, you know, mad, as, mad as much as he loses. The crowd is always behind Dude, him. Dude, he's great. And now he just won a number one contendership to face Cien Almas. Yeah. So, at the next takeover. It's going to so, be awesome, dude. So and he's going to get even, his revenge back from the even la- if, from NXT Brooklyn when we went there. Even if he loses, I mean, that was a good... He was... That match they had at NXT TakeOver Brooklyn was fucking great. Good. And great I, opening contest. I went into it with no expectations, too. I didn't either, because I wasn't really like a good CN, like a CN guy, but... Because everybody wanted to see... Because that was right after Ciampa turned on Gargano. Yes. Everybody... like That was the feud everybody wanted to see, and we didn't get that. I wonder if he's going to come back, and maybe he fucks over Gargano. Haven't heard much lately from him, so... Uh, he, Gargano's just got this X factor, man. That, yeah. Uh, that just can't be... Uh, can't be replicated, so that's my that's my face of the year. All right, Fred, let's go with your let's go to the next category. Best heel, uh, runner up, gonna go with Enzo Amore. Oh, that's took a good shit one. into gold. Uh, took something that he probably should not have been involved in with the heel turn. Made that shit shine. So that's my runner up and my heel of the year. Kind of obvious, but Braun Strowman. Oh, I mean, I know he's a face now, but right, you, you got to go through the whole year, deny. calendar year. You got to go through the whole year, and uh, man, did he kick some ass as a heel? So I'm surprised you didn't go, go with my winner, but um, my runner-up of the year is actually a female wrestler, and it's Alexa Bliss, who mm, has really good. emerged as a very, very good heel in the company, um, yes. despite not getting many chances in NXT. So I, I'm kind of like... She was a manager in NXT. Yeah, she bas- barely wrestled in NXT. So this was a very good year for her. She's so good on the mic. Um, that's probably her best quality besides the fact that she's... I mean, she's gorgeous. Um, yeah, I mean, she's not the best wrestler, but like we're not talking about that. We're talking about best heels. So. Yeah. Um, so my winner, though, I mean... I thought this was my most obvious pick. This was like one of the first ones I wrote. The Miz. He is oh, by no. far one of the best heels in the company. I mean, he has, he has literally eclipsed 99% of the roster as the top heel of the, of the company. And I'm just, I'm just so surprised that he hasn't climbed higher in the last year. Like, he has been an A-plus player for a, a year and a half now. Yeah. For best heel, I actually would have gone with the guy that we're looking at the television right now, Samoa Joe, but he was injured for a little he was, while. Yeah, he was um, in my top, like, five. But um, I'll get to him later on, actually. So, um, yeah, anyway, yeah, actually, Miz was uh, awarded by Rolling Stone Wrestler of the Year. Right, right. So, uh, that's a great accomplishment right there. Yeah, good for him. Yeah. Um, so, so, we got, okay, Rookie of the Year is next. So, we got, um, I don't know how you want to, I don't know. Uh, once again, I kind of went... Yeah, I didn't really know how to really categorize this. I just kind of threw some of these categories out there for us to do. Yeah, that's okay. Uh, I, I kind of went with like some NXT guys, really, more, okay. more so than getting called up. So my runner-up goes to Roderick Strong. As a Very of good the year. year. Yeah. Had a lot of great matches. Crab was behind him. Had some good storylines. He has a great theme song, too. Great oh my theme God. song. Yeah, just... Um, I know that doesn't matter in the long run, but like it's yeah. so good. <laughs> Someone with not the most charisma... Yeah, he's okay. You know, he's, he's okay. Just, but he's had phenomenal matches. Yeah. He had a great one with Drew McIntyre a couple months back on NXT programming. Yeah. My, my rookie of the year goes to Velveteen Dream. Ooh, that's a good one. Uh, great gimmick. Um, proved himself a 
thousand times over with his amazing match versus Alistair Black at the last takeover. Right. So that's my rookie of the year. That's a good those are good picks. Um I went in a different direction. I didn't go with NXT rookies. I went with like main roster rookies. But that's okay. fine. You know, we did our own thing. Yeah. Uh my runner up of the year is actually Jason Jordan for his uh mm-hmm. his you know first singles part of his career. Um you know, you could count the American Alpha part on SmackDown last year, but I don't really count that cuz he just kind of was picked up where he left off in NXT. But I've I I've given him a lot of credit in the last couple of months. Uh they've given him, you know, they were Building towards this, uh, we were talking about it before, the crybaby angle um, mm-hmm. turning into basically the 2017 version of Kurt Angle. Right. Um, but, like, he is a good performer. And, you like, despite the fact that he gets booed every time they show him on TV and booed when his music hits, like, when the matches start, he still gets, like, a pretty good crowd reaction because he has an explosive offense, much like Shelton Benjamin had. Like, you know, when he first came up, he's just got, like, that explosive, like, wrestling style. He's, so, a, great, he's a very good wrestler. So he's sure. my runner-up. And my my rookie of the year is actually Elias. He is my rookie mm. of the year because he literally came from nowhere. And he's one of the best heels on Raw right now. Gets good, very good heel heat. He's getting very good heel heat. I'm, although I'm a little afraid now that he's going to start turning the corner and people are going to start cheering for him, much like they do with Aiden English and Rusev on yeah, SmackDown. That's, I can see that. I'm worried about that because I think he works so much better as a heel. I agree. Um, so he, uh, Elias is my rookie of the year. Good choice. Good choice. I agree uh, uh, with everything on that. Okay, so our next category is wrestler destined for success in 2018. So a guy maybe who didn't have a bad 2017 per se, but somebody who's going on to bigger and better things in 2018. I really struggled with this one because I had like four guys. I was like... Um, There's a lot of people you could pick from, honestly. Yeah, I had four guys I was really trying to wrestle with. So um, I guess I'll go first. Yeah. Um, my runner-up uh, is Bobby Roode. I figure he's mm. going to go into some kind of world title program at some point next year. Um, but I'm still not sure because, I mean, it seems like he might be going into this U.S. title um, tournament. I'm assuming he's going to advance and go to the finals and maybe even win it. Um, he is in the tournament. I know that. So I'm, I'm a little concerned about that. He's yeah. also a face. He just advanced to the first round, past the first round, actually. Oh, he did. That's right. You're right. Yeah. Him he, and Jinder. Him and Jinder, right. I'm, a, I'm assuming the two of them will go to the finals. Those are the only two that make sense. Yeah, um, I'll go with that. Um, but I'm like, uh, yeah, I, the reason I didn't pick him as my winner because he's a because he's a face right now. He's gunning for the U.S. title. I know it's very going to be very in the early in the year when he's doing all this stuff. But it's a long year ahead, Craig. Yeah, there's a long year ahead. But my other pick was way more solid. I was way more confident with the, this one. Samoa Joe is going to go oh, and become WWE Universal it, Champion this that. year. He is my guy to go way past the stratosphere. He's going to become a big star in the company this year. That's my pick. I hope so. I certainly hope so. I've been a Samoa Joe fan since Ring of Honor. Yeah. So, you know, I would love to see that for sure. Um, all right, so I'll go with my picks now. So uh, what are we on? Uh, succeeding in 2018, right? What the yep, fuck am I? yep. Um, <laughs> my runner-up goes to, hopefully he returns soon, Big Cass. Ooh. I still think even yeah. from back in the That's day in 2017, yeah. I, I said, I mean 2016 when we were doing this, that I thought he was destined for big things. Now that he's on his own, and hopefully he returns soon, I think, at some point, maybe in the first couple months of 2018. Uh, yeah, I would assume he's coming back relatively soon. I think he's going to do well for himself, you know? He's got oh, charisma, yeah. he's got the height, he's got the build. I think he's going to be all right. I think a good break was good for everybody. 
but my my uh, my winner goes to uh, Alistair Black. Uh, it's a good um, one. Doesn't doesn't mean he has to be called up. I mean, he could be in NXT till the end of 2018. But uh, I'd be like, I can't see him not doing good things. Yeah, there, he's definitely you know? gonna win the NXT title at some point, and. I'm going to assume he's going to get the Shinsuke treatment. He'll be there. He'll be like the guy people go to see when they go to NXT shows, right. yeah, which yeah. he pretty much already is. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, no, that, those are good picks. I like those picks. Um, yeah, I have no problem with either of them. I forget who the other guy. I told you I was wrestling with four guys trying to figure out who the other two are. Hideo Itami. No, not Hideo Itami. Jack Gallagher? <laughs> you just, you're just naming people you see on the TV back Sinkar. there? <laughs> Brian Kendrick? Um, Drew, I was, I was gonna Drew go. Black. I was gonna say Shinsuke, but I think I went with Shinsuke last year, and yeah, Shinsuke is already kind of a star. He just hasn't reached that top level yet, which I still think he will. Um, he will, but I, I don't know. Samoa Joe just seems like a lock for me to have a ton of success in 2018. Uh, all right, you want to do the next? You want to introduce the next category? Uh, where are we here? Sorry, guys. Tag team of the year. Pretty easy to call that one. I'm, I'm, I, this is my easiest call. Some great call. tag teams. Yeah. Um, I'm As we said, ta- I'm going to run her up. I'm going to say the Usos are runner up. Oh, okay. And I'm going to go with the bar as the fucking tag team of the year, bitch. Oh, well, guess what, Fred? You and me have the same picks, but I flipped them. Yeah. I have I have the bar. I Very bought their arguable. shirt. I have the I bought the shirt, but they great are my shirt. they are my runner up of the year, and the New Day are my tag team of the year. Ever since that yeah. fucking heel turn they did last year, although they're kind of like, it's like the four tag they're kind of like face right now. It's like the four tag teams you could really choose. You could choose like Usos, New Day, The Bar, and and Ambrose and Rollins. Yeah, New Day is a very close third after The Bar too. Yeah. Like very it's a close. Very hard pick for that, me. The the series of matches between New Day and the Usos this year have been phenomenal, phenomenal, and they still had a great oh, yeah. match this past week on um on SmackDown with um Gable and Benjamin and. Uh, and uh, it's Rusev Day. <laughs> Rusev Day. I like that you picked those two. We picked the same two people. We just flipped them. Yeah. I, I, the I, bar has been a revelation. You know me. I love the Usos. Yeah. But um, I think the bar was just a little bit better. The bar has has literally raised the bar. Uh, <laughs> we just did Thanks the, for the audio. Yeah. For the, <laughs> for the audio listeners, you'll just have to tune in. You just have to tune into the video. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, check it out on YouTube later in the week when Fred doesn't post it and Craig has to get through it himself. Uh, so what? <laughs> uh, nothing. So, Craig. Yes. Let's pick a funny topic. Oh, you want to do a funny there's a topic? Lot of cho- there's a lot of choices in this topic. Okay. As we know, we've been watching all year. What was your worst match of the year? Oh, baby. I think we have the There's same one. There's a ton of choices. There's so many choices. Okay, first. I don't know. I think I, I chose, like, very specific ones. Mine are very specific, too. Mine uh, are very, very specific. Um, you guys, if you guys have listened to our podcast at all, you probably know my answers. There were three in contention. I think I know But one these of them. were the two. You definitely know one of them. Yeah, oh, yeah. My runner-up. Is John Cena versus Rusev in a flag Fuck. match Fuck. at Battleground? Fuck. Holy shit, that I hate that fucking match! Damn it! With the overacting, well, you picked that one too. My runner-up. That was yeah. you know, your runner-up. Yeah. So we have the same answers yeah. then, because <laughs> the, the but I mean okay. First, before we move on to the winner, the fucking the fucking overacting of fucking John Cena and Rusev trying to get to a flag that's literally three inches away from them and walking so. Slow. Working, oh you know, walking up God. two steps, like, yeah. 
<laughs> pandering to the crowd totally unnecessarily like unnecessary it like was so weird. oh my god and i uh, can we both say what the fucking winner of the year is i don't think i have the same but go for it house of horrors Nope. You don't have House of Horrors? I wanted to pick something different. Okay. That's a, that's a, that was a tremendously wow. terrible match. Dude, House of Horrors, by far the worst match of the year. It was so overproduced. It was terrible. It was nighttime when it was still daytime on the West Coast. It said live in the corner, and it wasn't live. Wasn't they had live. camera cuts, so they had multiple camera angles of this live segment. <laughs> like, like it was, there was sound effects and music and noise and lighting effects and smoke and mirrors and bullshit. It was really bad. I hated it! You know I hated that! Oh, it was a fucking atrocious... So, match. I think your winner is probably what was uh, was third for me. But... I really wanted to pick that match, but I'm like, you know what? I think Craig's gonna pick that match. <laughs> you knew I would. So, I'm gonna try something a little different. My, so, everybody knows my runner-up was the same as Craig's. Uh, mine was Alexa Bliss versus Bailey at Extreme Rules. Kendo in a stick match. See, I didn't. I, I, that's what other it ended people like picked. Five minutes, dude, with a fucking DDT out of nowhere. It was fucking terrible. I remember the match pretty vividly because it, it was quick. Bailey's momentum. Yeah, Alexa did squash her. I do remember that, but I don't think it was a bad match. I just think it was bad booking. Like Jinder Mahal winning the title was bad booking. Not necessarily it was a bad match. He's not a great worker, but it's the same thing. Like I went with like match quality and production quality like i didn't go with book oh trust so me we that. went in a different direction House of Horrors is fucking atrocious so you actually didn't say the one i thought was gonna be third but a lot of people use that one on their list i read a lot of lists this year to kind of get a refresher of what yeah, my I mean, worst of the year there's a lot of right stuff going on yeah and you forget year. what happened in the beginning of the year and what kind of happened at the end of 16 it's kind of like <laughs> um but my other one was gonna be the fucking the punjabi prison match with the return yeah, I was the return of the great collie that was another one that was a that was, that was a that was a close third, close third. Yeah, I don't think my my pick was that great then, actually. <laughs> now that I think about it. Uh, so, so can I do the next one or no? Uh, Worst food of the year. Yeah, let's do it. All right, my winner, my runner-up goes to Jinder Mahal versus Shinsuke Nakamura. Oh, mine's related, but not the same. I know you're going with that, what there, there. But uh, only because it just derailed Shinsuke Nakamura, like, fucking no other thing ever. i can say i considered that one as well uh it was just fucking dog shit to what they did to shinsuke that's the only reason why i didn't like it honestly other than that i didn't really give a fuck worst feud of the year goes to fucking seth rollins versus bray wyatt the most fucking <laughs> undescribably obscure feud with no reasonings behind it with god references i thought fucking atrocious dude i thought of both the of them worst both of those feuds but I went with similar people in different feuds. I, I, I think I know. So my runner-up was Jinder Mahal versus Randy Orton. That was a bad one. Because too. nobody cared about Jinder. Uh, after Randy lost the title, nobody cared about him chasing the title right. from Jinder. And then it just ended. And it's like, Randy Orton. And he just <laughs> ended. And that was it. It was over. I just hated it because I didn't care about the chase. Right. My right. winner was... Look at the white bars going on when we talk about the I know. stuff. <laughs> And my worst was also Bray Wyatt, but it was Bray Wyatt as sister Abigail feuding with Finn Balor. Ah, uh, and it, and go the worst that. part about it was we got no payoff for it, so it was a complete waste of time because Br uh, Bray Wyatt got sick right after that, and they had no match. So I the was, match, the feud yeah. never ended. I had no idea what the hell Sister Abigail, how she was going to wrestle in a match, and they still haven't explained that since. 
And I, I, it was literally the one fucking feud that literally went nowhere. I like that we both picked Jinder and Bray Wyatt in that. In yeah, that, well, they were in the same fucking part. Bray Wyatt has like just no good feuds at all. I mean, I considered right now. I considered both of the guys, both feuds that you said as my. They were in my. They're interchangeable. Yeah, I, they were. It's the Very same. It's the same guys. So it, it's, yeah. Uh, all right. So the next uh, category is best mic skills. Um, this is pretty self-explanatory. Who's who had the, best, the best year? On the stick. Yeah, who's best on the stick? Um, my runner-up was Kevin Owens. Um, I feel like he would have been higher. He probably would have been the winner if he had more meaningful feuds after the Chris Jericho feud. Um, he kind of had a very good beginning of the year with the feud with Jericho. He had a very, he's having a very derailed, good, but got derailed with the AJ Styles feud. Yeah. He got derailed by the AJ Styles feud, which should have been much better. The end of the year has been much better with his, you know, feud with Vince McMahon and now teaming with Sami Zayn. But that middle of the year, he kind of, he yeah. kind of didn't have That's a lot going for him. him. That's why I didn't pick him. Um, so my winner of the year, again, this is my second time giving him an award is the Miz. He's. By far the best on the mic. Yeah. There's there's nobody else even close. Maybe if Jericho stayed around for the whole year, he would have been in there too. But no, he he was gone by like after, a little after Mania. So it was an easy call for me to call the Miz. That's one of the first picks I made. Yep. Uh, yeah. Runner-up goes to uh, Samoa Joe. Ooh, that's a good uh, one. Cut some of the best promos against the Brock Lesnar feud that I had seen in quite some time. Guys stepped up constantly. Um not even just wrestling, but with Mike's skills. And right, the, the, the winner has to go to The Miz. Um, he opens up every Raw with Miz TV, and there's, that's for a reason. It's because he's fucking great at what he does. He gets the crowd going with his mic and with his uh, reactions and with the way he reacts to everybody. And let's not forget that before he went on to Raw, I mean, I guess it overlapped from 16 into 17, but my God, his feud... With Daniel Bryan on Talking Smack was just some next level shit, right? I mean, I don't know. Fuck. What the fuck was that? I spilled fucking shit out of my goddamn fridge. Don't spill shit. Why'd you get that? Why is What is that? It fell out of the goddamn door. It was soup. Oh, boy. It's all over the fucking Was it matzo ball soup? No. Well, anyway, yeah, I mean, there's no arguing that, that The Miz is the fucking man on the mic. Uh, you know, uh, it is what it is. I mean, there's no arguing about that. So let's just get to the next one, because that was pretty obvious. Um, match of the year. Fucking match of the year. Uh, I had a hard time coming up with this one, and not because there weren't good matches this year. There were plenty of good matches this year. Uh, I just had a problem, because there was really no, like... Above and beyond unbelievable matches this year, except for one. So my winner was very easy. My runner-up was really hard. So my runner-up, I kind of went with a little off-the-wall pick, but I went with a tag team match. I went with my runner-up is the Usos versus the New Day on the SummerSlam kickoff show, Mm -hmm. which should have been on the main show. It was a phenomenal match. It had a lot of high spots, a ton of near falls. I love that match. I actually went back and watched it earlier today. It was so goddamn good. I love the kill moves that the Usos do to Big E. I love it. They're very, it's a very good match. Um, and I'm pretty sure we're going to have the same answer for the match of the year. Yep. I went, nope. I went John Cena versus AJ Styles at the Royal Rumble earlier this year. Amazing match. Um, it was a great match. Um, I, 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 a lot of people are saying it was their best match together. I, 
I don't really agree with that. I thought their SummerSlam match last year Me was too. way better. Yeah. Um, but I still think this was a high, like, four and a half stars match. I, I still think it was an unbelievable match. Um, yeah, yeah, I think SummerSlam was better. SummerSlam was definitely better. I love the SummerSlam match. Um, yeah. There were so many more near falls in that one, which really, that always upset a little bit more for me. Uh, this, was, this was good. Um, that was my match of the year, though. Um, I'm hoping for better quality matches next year. Um, I feel like 2016 had way high, way better quality matches than 2017 did. Okay. So what, what do you got, Fred? Um, okay, so my... my uh... My runner-up goes to uh, Seth Rollins and Dean Ambrose versus The Bar at No Mercy. That Ooh. was a fucking great match. Is that the, the, the teeth one? I can't remember now. <laughs> uh, no, I mean, I know they, had, they they both... Well, they fought at SummerSlam. So the next one had to be No Mercy. Yeah. Okay. So that might have been the teeth one. But but they had, like, counters to moves that they did in the previous match. And oh, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. a great match. It was. wasn't the teeth I mean, one. Like, it was the second one, yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, the whole match was just great. Um, uh, match of the year goes to a, a match that people really aren't talking about. But I remember texting you, telling you to make sure to watch it, was the Authors of Pain versus DIY versus Revival Ooh. at NXT TakeOver Orlando. That was a really good one, um, man. That match had me on a... The, I don't know how to describe it. I mean, that match had me just on the edge of my seat, and I I haven't felt that way for a match in a way long time. Yeah, um, no, that was a really good that, one. And I remember texting you like, "Dude, yeah, you, you have to watch this match. Yeah. If anything, you have to watch this match." <laughs> so I I remembered it and uh, I liked it. So <laughs> <laughs> no, that was a good one. No, I di- I didn't think of pulling an NXT thing. I almost put uh, Ember Moon versus Oscar at uh, NXT Brooklyn mm. in there. It probably would have been my runner up. Um. All right. So now we're getting into the the major the major we're three. There, guys. We're at the major three categories here. Feud of the year. Um, okay. This one. This one was really easy to call for me. Um, runner up. Chris Jericho versus Kevin Owens. I mean, it was kind of the second half of it. So the second half wasn't as good. But you know, it it started in 2016. But we got the Festival of Friendship segment. We had all those great we, WrestleMania match. We had their WrestleMania match, and you know they had a couple U.S. title changes um, right before. I, I know if it lasted longer into the year, it probably would have been my feud of the year. But my feud of the year was Braun Strowman versus Roman Reigns. Holy shit! That fucking that one had so many fucking twists and turns. Was that yours? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck! Yes. I thought I was gonna get you on that. Uh, all right, Fred. Let, let me hear yours. Let me hear yours. All now. right. Well. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> it's runner, okay if we agree on something. My runner-up is a kind of a weird one, but the Bar versus the Hardy Boys. Ooh, that's a good one. Um, I, I thought they had a really good feud. Um, maybe not the best feud per se, but I, I really enjoyed their matches and stuff. They had a really good uh, run there. Uh, yeah, a few years ago, has to go to Roman Reigns versus Braun Strowman. It was um, amazing. I should not have cared whatsoever about right? Roman Reigns at all, but whenever he was... Dude, remember that Raw match and it fucking threw the fucking announcer's chair yes. at him yes. when he's running yes. full speed yes what a, i mean <laughs> it became a gif the, the next day i've never liked an ambulance match in my life oh my that god that was the only ambulance match i've ever liked in my life let's not forget the they go- have amazing chemistry one of the ever. greatest raw moments of the entire year when they came to the nassau coliseum <laughs> and braun Strowman just kept coming back from the dead I'm to kill <laughs> to keep killing braun Strowman. it was amazing i'm so mad i didn't go to that fucking show it was right in my backyard and i didn't go i know i I couldn't go unfortunately but i'm so mad i was dying like once he flipped over the stretch i'm like all right 
he's he's done with him. And then he put him in the fucking ambulance and flipped the goddamn ambulance over. Oh my god, I loved it. It was oh, such man. a good feud. Such a good feud. The only, they have great chemistry together. They really do. You wouldn't think they would because they're two big men. But uh, the only issue I had with it is it's the same issue that you've had with it this entire time is that Roman never got. The big win never over Roman. Never got the big win. Well, I guess I should be okay with that because I don't love Romans. But. I know, but All right. I mean, likes to end the feud when it should end the feud properly. All right, you want to introduce the next one? Yeah, so we're going with best female of the year. Uh, this should be a no fucking brainer, really. Uh, honestly, I wrote the wrong one down. <laughs> okay, well, runner up uh, was my wrestler of the year actually last year, uh, Charlotte. Um, that's the obvious runner-up for me, honestly. Yeah. And, I mean, I can't art, you know, got to go with Asuka. I mean, she's the wrestler of the year this year. The yeah. female wrestler of the year. I went with the same two, but I flipped them. I went with Asuka as the runner-up. I went with Charlotte as w- one in the year. I wrote down Alexa Bliss. I think I originally meant, I originally wrote Alexa as my runner-up, and then I was like, I can't leave Asuka off of it. And then I was like, all right, Asuka. She's just had such a dominant I wrote the role, but yeah, Charlotte's my one. It's more like Charlotte. It's kind of like my AJ Styles is the best babyface of the year um, award from earlier. It's just like for lack of a better thing because like Charlotte to me didn't have a good year after she left Raw. Like she only recently got back into the game on SmackDown. She kind of just – because of SmackDown though. Yeah, SmackDown she treaded water and, and – It's not her fault unfortunately. But I still named her my winner of the year just because for lack of a better one. And the same thing with Asuka. Like Asuka had her great NXT title reign but then it ended and she went to Raw and they've kind of not made her look – like, they, she hasn't looked like the unstoppable beast that she was in NXT, so I'm like, I, I, I didn't really want to give it to her yet. I feel like 27, uh, 2018 is going to be Asuka's year, so okay. I had Asuka as my runner-up and Charlotte as my winner. Um, I, I had Alexa Bliss uh, uh, high on the list. Probably was going to be third if I actually did a third one. Um, I go with third. third. Her, her wrestling skills leave a little bit to, de- to be desired, but overall she's a great character, and she's had probably the best calendar year of 2017 than any other female. I agree. Um, so our final category in our award show of the year is the best male wrestler of the year. Um these are two guys I've mentioned already before. I'm going to just jump right into it. The Miz is my runner-up. If he had had a fucking world title reign at any point in this year, he'd probably be my top guy, but they just never gave him the top billing. Um, so my top baby face, uh, top wrestler of the year goes to my also my top baby face, AJ Styles, because mm. he's just constantly in and out, has the best matches every single day. He was, argue a, with that. he was a heel most of the year. The crowd still loved him. Forced to turn him face, and he's champion again, and I couldn't be happier. Yep. I mean, yeah, I'll go with my winner there, AJ Styles. Can't argue with it there. There's nobody. Finn ba- I mean, I love Finn Balor, but... Finn Balor was out for most of the year, yeah, too. Yeah, exactly. The beginning yeah. of the year. You know, and then, I mean, AJ Styles had great matches with Kevin Owens, Shane McMahon, Brock Lesnar, Finn Balor. I yeah. mean... Can't argue... Like, he, again, Shane McMahon Shane, was Chad in that. Gable, yeah, right, exactly. Chad Gable, I mean... The guy has been the most consistent wrestler of the year, and he had good matches with Jinder. Like that's that's something too. that's something yeah. to be said. Like he made Jinder look really good. Yeah, and the uh, my runner up will go, will go to Braun Strowman just because yeah. he went from a complete joke to uh, a complete threat to the WWE universe. So yeah, very quickly, gotta go with him. I just got to go with AJ Styles just because of the uh, match qualities. So, so guys, that's our those are our picks. Our best those and worst of the year. Um, 
I'm really looking forward to 2018 only because I really want it to be better than this year. I'm not saying this was a bad year. The, the years like this are still way better than like, like I don't know, the late 2000s are very, very cloudy for me. Like I, I want to say, like think I was watching wrestling at that. Point. I want to say like 2007 through like 2000, maybe 11. Like I have no. I have no recollection of what happened aside from like a good heel run from Chris Jericho for like a year and Randy Orton and Christian had a good feud. Randy Orton and Christian. Then again, Jack Swagger was also champion. Right. Uh, that's just like a really bad area. So I'm, I'm not saying wrestling is as bad as it was then, but I feel like, I don't know, the year Daniel Bryan really arrived in like 2013 and 2014, like I felt like wrestling was going in a really, really good direction. And it's one of the reasons I'm back into wrestling now is because of the Daniel Bryan year and the CM Punk year. Mm. Like, those were really good years for the company. Um, and, you know, unfortunately, Punk left, and Daniel Bryan had to retire due to injury. So it's been kind of, like, slowly teetering down a little bit each year. I thought last year was was a decent year. I thought I really thought 2016 was a good year. 2017 wasn't terrible i just think it was a step below 16 i'm hoping we rebound for 2018 they had like good pay-per-views where like you didn't think it was going to be a good pay-per-view but then ended up being a good one yeah yeah also a lot of bad ones too i mean not i mean it kind of has like i've said this before on the podcast where like the lower card is like really good but then the you know the main events 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 are a little lacking right now lacking and kind of like bothered great balls of fire was actually something that we made fun of like before the show happened but it ended up being a really good pay-per-view yeah in my opinion so yeah no it was um yeah so i mean it's it's been a up and down year hopefully we can kind of get some stability going this coming up year um i have high hopes for wrestlemania this year i've heard some rumors but uh yeah i mean i don't really know what's what we might as well talk about the one big rumor that kind of came out today i don't know if you heard about this but um i've heard a couple so you tell me what you john cena is expected to have a major feud going into wrestlemania this year and they're saying it's not related to the wwe championship and aj styles so and they're also saying that the feud will begin at the Raw 25th anniversary show, which your boys will be going to. Yeah. Um, Forgot about that. Yeah, right. That's soon, by the way. And, and a certain somebody's supposed to be there. Santa Claus? Close. Satan? The Undertaker! Right. That's, I don't that's, know how that's close, but... Yeah, you know. that, that, that's where I was going with this. So, um, yeah, I mean, what else could it be? I mean, if you want to go a match bigger than the world title match... With John Cena, then it's, it has to be The Undertaker. has to be one last match of The Undertaker. But but he's retired already, though. Is he, though, Fred? Is he? He wrestles once I mean, a they year. Made, I, thought, I thought they made it pretty obvious that he was, but fuck, you know. You know, I if you think not. about it, for the first six months or so of, of 2017, Roman Reigns referenced beating The Undertaker and retiring him several times during his promo to massive heat. Right. And lately, it's just been crickets. I mean, you'd think such a big fucking, you know... It's a big deal. ...accolade as, as that, he would still be mentioning it. I mean, they still talk about Chris Jericho beating Rock and Stone Cold Steve Austin in the same night, like, even if he's not here. 
Like, uh, you'd think yeah. they'd mention it, and I think it's because they know he wants to do one more. And dude, I'll play devil's advocate and say, what else could it he's be? He's also not mentioning it because it gets him heat, gets him heel heat, and I think they're trying not to let that happen. Yeah, you're probably right. I mean, the shield has been uh, maybe I'm wrong. The but... shield has helped uh, Roman Reigns get a little bit more of a face reaction lately. Um, but I mean, what else could it be other than the Undertaker? I mean, there's supposed to be a lot of legends there. It's not going to be Shawn Michaels. Shawn Michaels isn't going to do it. Kevin o- yeah. uh, Kevin Owen. Uh, Kevin Nash isn't going to do it. I know Kevin Nash is supposed to be at that show. Uh, Hulk Hogan is supposed to maybe come back this year. Uh, I heard at- he was on the phone call with Vince McMahon to discuss WrestleMania, but he tore his quad in the middle of it. So, <laughs> so that's not going to happen. So, uh, yeah, that's you know, good. That's good. You know, so. <laughs> <laughs> Insert quad joke. I gotta clean up the soup I spilled everywhere. It's like fucking I everywhere. I spilled some soup. Ugh, fucking you sound like an old fucking yenta. I spilled some soup. I didn't spill some. I spilled the entire content of the entire thing, and it's just seeping into my floor over there. Alright, we'll get to it. We're close to an hour. <coughs> yeah, we are as close to an hour. We might as well start wrapping up. Uh, do you have any? I, I guess so. Is there something you want to talk about? I have nothing to talk about, really. I mean, like, we went through our awards, and uh, yep. I've forgiven you for Christmas past, and that's okay, you know? Uh, all right. So it's good, you know? That's good. It's good, you know? And, and New Year's Eve is coming up, too, so, like, I'm glad that, you know, I don't know what your plans are, but I have plans myself, actually. Oh, you have plans? That's good to know. What are your plans? Yeah, I, I, I'm going to be on the prowl, so to speak. The pussy prowl. Uh, you don't even, okay, you don't even understand, Craig. No, I don't, because I'm... So I've been doing the online dating. Oh, yeah, like I told you, right? Yeah, yeah, it's, it's really good. <laughs> Thank God, dude. You went, you did the app, right? Um, um, Tinder. Y- yeah. You did Tinder, right? Yeah. See, I don't know it, because I'm fucking married. Yeah, Grindr, uh, yeah. Grindr, yeah. Uh, so it's been cool, because, like, um, sun- Saturday night, I mean, Sunday night is New Year's Eve, and um, me... This guy, Roberto, and this guy, Julio, we're going to go dancing on Sunday. And we're going to meet some girls, I think. So it's going to be really cool. I can't wait to go. It's going to be, uh, I don't know how it happened, but we all met up. We started, you know, we all started talking and, you know, maybe, I think on their, on my profile, the thing that, I guess, that that allured them to me and lured them more into me, of course, was the fact that I mentioned, you know, like, I mentioned wrestling. Like, I liked wrestling. It was, like, one of my... One of my likes. I said I said wrestling, you know, like, male wrestling. Yeah, uh, yeah. Specifically. So, uh, I think they really jumped towards that, so to speak. And they asked me if I wanted to go dancing on Sunday. And I'm like, that dancing? Girls love dancing. So, that's a, that's a perfect way to, uh, to, to meet some women with the fucking boobs and stuff. <laughs> Real boobs. Real boobs boobs and stuff yeah like the, like the you know <laughs> girls with hair long, long hair but not fake hair not fake hair so yeah roberto julio are gonna take me out dancing fred i've um that's what that's that's what they said i guess this sounds fascinating um i mean i think it's great progress i'm still not so sure uh we <sighs> so you're on tinder and you I'm on, yes, I'm on Grindr, yeah. And you're meeting guys. Can you say that one more time? 
You're on Tinder. I'm a Grinder, yeah. What, Grinder? I think you messed up the name of the thing because I tried to look it up. I mean, I am not in the dating scene, so it's very possible I pronounced it wrong. Is yeah, it, it, maybe exactly. it's Tinder. I'm not. So, I'm not sure. I, I... Yeah, it could be, perhaps. You know, but you know, yeah. But I found something that sounded like what you said, and I think that that's the app that I went with. And I, I've met some really supportive men on there that uh, that are welcoming to me. To hook up with people at some point. Wait, you know? wait, Fred, wait, wait. What? What's, have you met? Apps? What? Have you met? <laughs> have you met any women on Tinder? Um. Well, I mean, indirectly, I, I am going to meet women because see, like. So wait, we talked about getting Julia on Tinder. Wait a minute, we talked about getting on Twitter, like Twitter, Twitter, t- t- Twinder. <laughs> But I think you were, you were pronouncing it wrong. It's called Grinder. Like two months. You messing because you've been out of the dating game for a while. What the hell is Grinder? G R I N D R. Oh, so, oh God, no! What? Oh God, no! What? No, dude! What, dude? That's Grinder. Gr- grind her like a girl. <laughs> yeah, perfect. I mean, that's what these guys are no! trying to do. Roberto was very excited to meet me. No. I guess with some females. Oh, God damn it, Fred. We're going to go to a gentleman's club. Holy shit, man. What? You had one job. You had one job. What kind of job? You had... <laughs> Hopefully no Angie's. No you police. had one job to go to the fucking Apple App Store and down yes. iTunes Store and download Tinder. You downloaded Grinder. But I thought it was pronounced Grinder. What is Grinder? It sounded like it. But even And grinder, it's not like it's, hey, I'm grinding her. No. Like no. I'm grinding that meat puss. No, it's like grinding Dude, it's a gay guy app. No, it, it's not. Dude, yes, it is. It's exactly Say what it, it is. is so. <laughs> it's so, Fred. It's so. It, the grinder is for dudes looking for dudes. Maybe chicks for looking for chicks. I don't know. The, why do you think? Who did you? Julio? You're meeting Julio? Dude, this guy Julio wants, down by the schoolyard. Yes. He wants to fuck you. <laughs> he wants to fuck you. He wants to fuck me? He wants to fuck you in the ass. Fuck no. Well, no, it might happen now. Oh, that it was Tinder you know it with was? a T, oh, no. with T no, no, for no. testosterone, not for testicles. Oh, no. But that, oh, no. this makes dude, so much, this makes so much more sense now because he, like, he was like, I'm like, I do. I'm like, I can't wait to go meet some ladies at the dancing. What we're gonna do? We're gonna go out dancing, and then he said that um, he's like, well, let me see what your physique looked like. So I, I sent him like a, a picture with my shirt off. Why? Why would you send a picture to because a dude? I, but he thought maybe if I was a beefcake, that he, maybe girls would like me. <laughs> oh Jesus oh, Christ! Oh no, I made some serious. Oh no. You've made some serious errors in judgment. He, he said he was going to brag to the girls how how big my. You did you send my, him a... w- was so he wanted to get a si- sample. A sample of what? A picture. A size. My bratwurst. Oh. Oh no! Oh my god, dude! Oh I... my fucking god! Oh my god! What did I do? I'm amazed at ha- your inability oh to to do anything remotely. Oh my god. <laughs> Straight. 
Yeah, because I know that I am straight and like you know, and, and I've been remix. <laughs> oh my god, what did I do? You made huge errors. Huge. Oh no. Oh no. Um. On that note, so many things were fucking said. I. Oof. Oh no. Uh, you need to undo what has been done. I hope you didn't fucking already, like, pre-order a fucking ticket to go to one of these bars for, like, their New Year's Eve party. Because I know they sell those shit early. Please tell me you didn't pre-order it. All I put on my profile. Because they don't take your money back. male wrestling, pina coladas, strawberry daiquiris, dislikes, cross-dressers. How hard was that? I, kinda, I guess it didn't say dislikes gay guys, so... I, I, it kind of makes sense now. It all kind of makes sense. I should have said likes pussy. It didn't help that you did, went on Grinder. Fuck. No wonder everybody was excited to meet me. Fuck. I just thought I was meeting a lot of new friends, and maybe hopefully I'd get off the show and meet people that actually like don't make fun of me every week, but... <laughs> once again, I've blow my wad all over the fucking place, and... It's just a, ma- a nasty, nasty mess. So, oh no, oh my God, no. Um, uh, you can. I blew my wad way too quickly. You can follow us on Twitter at Wretched Wrestle. Please uh, don't anymore. Uh, we can um be followed on Facebook at Wretched Wrestling as well. Um, <clears throat> uh, you can find all of our content on Wretched Wrestling. Dot com. Uh, guys can follow. If you guys ever miss any of our episodes, we're on YouTube. Catch the replay on Facebook as well. Uh, uh, our audio feed is also available on iTunes, Google Play, um, Stitcher Radio, TuneIn Radio, and sometimes SoundCloud. Um, we have. A lot to unravel here. Um, I'm just gonna go. But no, don't. don't. Um, I'm, wait, I'm sure. I'm gonna leave you here. No, please don't. don't. Um, to collect your thoughts, just make sure you leave and don't sleep over. Okay. Don't sleep over. Well, Damn. just drive home. No, You'll be fine. Yeah, You'll be fine. Fucking Bye, folks. I gotta clean up this soup. You gotta clean up your soup. I gotta clean up this mess I just made with Julio and Roberto from dancing and stuff. Oh my god! At this rate, I'll never find a woman. I guess. I I mean, you know, it's 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 done for. You know, so um, I guess I'll just let go then. papers for all right guys um i mean happy new year but um i think my new year's resolution is to stop drinking pina coladas and strawberry daiquiris like no more white sugar around my mouth and like you know if i spill some pina like some pina colada i don't want white stuff coming down my shirt also so i i'm just done you know so on that folk on that note folks um have a happy new year i hope you're you're it's better than Fine. See you.